Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, September 26th. Treasuries sold off Monday to deepen the worst bond slide in decades, reflecting worry that global central banks will have to accelerate policy tightening after UK tax cuts fueled concern of government spending. Bloomberg reports that US government debt slid across the curve, with two-year yields surging as much as 10 basis points to a fresh 15-year high. The UK government's package of tax cuts and regulatory reforms spurred five-year gilts to decline by the most in at least three decades on Friday after its release. Equities and other risk assets also dropped Monday as the pound sank to a record low. Bonds and stocks are tumbling this year as the Fed leads most other central banks in a rapid shift away from the monetary policies of the pandemic, which involved keeping interest rates near zero and buying debt to keep yields down. The divergence between Canadian mutual funds and ETFs escalated in August. Mutual funds posted $3.1 billion in net redemptions in the month, according to the latest stats from IFIC. This is lower than the $4.5 billion net redemptions of the previous month, but a huge turnaround from net sales of $9 billion in August 2021. Meanwhile, ETFs continued in the opposite direction, posting net sales of just below $1.5 billion, only slightly short of the July figure. The pullback from mutuals was led by balance long-term funds, but equity, bond and money market funds were also negative. Specialty funds bucked the trend with net sales of $89 million, but overall mutual funds net redemptions year-to-date totaled $10.3 billion compared to $90 billion in net sales in the same period of 2021. Mutual fund assets totaled $1.8 trillion at the end of August 2022, decreasing by $37.6 billion or 2% compared to July. Meanwhile, Canadian ETFs maintained their winning position with the near $1.5 billion in net sales, taking the year-to-date figure to $19 billion. However, this is less than half the figure for the same period of 2021. Equity ETFs led the pack with $1.2 billion in net sales, with positives for balanced specialty and money market funds. However, bonds posted net redemptions of $347 million. ETF assets totaled $298.7 billion at the end of August. Assets decreased by $5 billion or 1.6% compared to July. Housing, food and clothing, the basics of everyday living that you would assume takes up the largest share of personal income. But a new study from the Fraser Institute has found that 43% of an average Canadian family's income is spent on taxes, more than the 36% they spend on living essentials. Based on 2021 data, the study reveals that taxes have grown more rapidly than any other single expenditure for the average family since 1961. Back then, just 34% of income would have been spent on taxes, while 57% was spent on housing clothing and food. In the years since, the study has found that the average Canadian family's total tax bill has increased nominally by 2,440%. During the same period, housing costs have risen by 1,751%, food by 790%, and clothing by 643%. Last year, an average family income of just over $99,000 would have seen 42,500 paid out in taxes. The global economy will expand just 2.2% in 2023, according to the OECD. It slashed GDP forecast Monday for most of the G20, with only Indonesia featuring a moderately higher outlook. The global economy has been hit, the OECD said in interim forecasts. The world, and Europe in particular, is bearing the cost of the war in Ukraine, and many economies face a difficult winter. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, almost two-thirds of Canadians aren't including mortgage payments in their budgets. Lack of transparency, likely a deal-breaker for private equity investors. And WP's five-star wealth technology providers 2022 have been revealed. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.